Well, hello, everyone. I'm Reverend Phil Dickey. I serve at White Rock United Methodist Church as the Associate Pastor of Discipleship in Digital Ministry, and I also serve as the board chair of the Church and Society here at North Texas uh, Conference. Today, I am welcome with, uh, I have the opportunity to welcome three guests with me who I will just uh, allow themselves to introduce themselves in a minute, but I wanted to just ground us a little bit. Today, we're going to be talking about the Peace with Justice grant program, and you may be thinking, what in the world is the Peace with Justice program? Well, we're going to cue you in, and we're really fortunate to have a couple people who have been recipients of the Peace with Justice grant, and they're going to share some stories of the ministries that they um, they serve with and how they've used their grant money uh, to continue the work of justice within uh, their congregations, within the community. Uh, as a reminder, church and society is something that uh, is spelled out in the Book of Discipline, and I'm actually going to read you something out of the Book of Discipline, because who doesn't love to hear things out of the Book of Discipline? So this comes from the 2006 Book of Discipline, paragraph 1002, and it says this regarding church and society. It says, uh, the church and society shall be to relate to the gospel of Jesus Christ to the members of the church and to the persons and structures of the communities and the world in which they live. It shall seek to bring the whole of human life, activities, possessions, use of resources and community and world relationships into conformity with the will of God. No small task there, right? It shall show the members of the church and society that the rec reconciliation that God effected through Christ involves personal, social, and civic righteousness. And then it says the purpose, the board shall be to encourage Christian li um, lines of action that assist humankind to move toward a world where peace and justice are achieved. All right. A world where peace and justice are achieved. These are no small tasks, right? No small purpose here for uh, church and society. And we do that through a lot, of, a lot of ways, right? And here in North Texas, we do that through education. Uh, we also do that through activity. We also do that through raising money. And one of the ways we are raising money, the, the biggest way we are raising money is through the church and society grant. And so um, I have with me three wonderful people. Uh, Janet Fisher is going to share about her receiving some money from this grant and how it's affected her ministry and her role uh, and then Kathy Sweeney, who's clergy, also is going to share uh, some about what, her work at Arapahoe. And then James Minor, who's a retired clergy person, Reverend James Minor, is going to share um, some opportunities of how you, our listeners, you, our participants, can also get involved um, in helping to raise money for this continued work of seeking justice. So um, I would love for you all to introduce yourselves to our listeners. Um, Janet, why don't you start us off here? Great. I'm Janet Fisher. I'm a Methodist. <clears throat> I'm a member of the First United Methodist Church in Denton, and I'm the founder and the director of Marfa Ministry. Just give us the, the elevator pitch of what is Marfa Ministry? Marfa Ministry has eight partners in the Eurasian Conference. We, uh, you, in each of those eight churches, there are artists. We use that artwork, and we reproduce that artwork, and sell it at mission fairs, and all the money goes back to the church that the artist belongs to and then they are able to um, enhance their mission work and their outreach. I love that. And sometimes do some just very basic things. Sure. You you said Eurasia, and that includes Russia, which I'm really excited to talk about, like some of the connections Absolutely. and how that has, has worked throughout. But we'll, let's, we won't dive into that quite yet, but I, I'm sure you have lots of great insights into some of that too. So um, sure. the amount of times I've heard people be like, heard, realize that the same bishop is over the Russian church, is over the Ukrainian church, and just take a big deep breath and say, oh my gosh, that, that poor person's job, right? But we will get back to that. Janet, thank you. So glad that you are here. Kathy, why don't you let us know about yourself? Yeah, my name is Reverend Kathy Sweeney, and I am an associate pastor of adult discipleship at Arapahoe United Methodist Church, which is in Richardson. 
Awesome. And can you give us just a brief, just a brief summation, just the again elevator pitch of what you your uh, piece with Justice Grant was used for? Yeah. So the piece with piece with Justice Grant actually uh, came through a prior appointment at Christ United Methodist Church, but we used it. Um, it was it was used to help uh, an overnight warming station that was newly created, ecumenical amongst many of the churches and communities of faith in Plano, and continues to exist today. Yeah, I love that so much. Um, we're going to do a little bit of a deeper dive on that too, because uh, I'm also going to make an invitation to all of our listeners here um, to get your faith community also involved in similar uh, activities. So mm-hmm. uh, thank you, Kathy, for being with us. James, go ahead. Hi, James Miner, a retired elder um, here in the North Texas Conference, part of Board of Church and Society, and particularly working with the Peace with Justice Grant Fund. Uh, so, to be yeah, involved in this work. Yeah, I so I started on the board, uh, I guess a year and a half ago or so, and James had this idea of doing this this huge auction, and I thought, oh my gosh, this this is an aggressive uh, take on raising money, and I love it, and um, I've been able to just encourage James, and he's got a whole committee that's doing incredible things, and he's going to talk more about that again toward the end of the podcast, but I'm really grateful to have you here, James. So, so Janet, again, um, you said eight different specific ministries. Obviously, the big, the you know, elephant in the room is part of that is Russia, and I'm assuming you've been in contact with your, your um, colleagues in Russia there? Absolutely, we have, frequently. Uh, we have seven church partners in Russia and one church partner in Ukraine. Um, the church partner in Ukraine is Kharkiv, so we're very concerned about that. Uh, we have been in touch with him and been able to work through the district superintendent and, and get money to him. He has chosen not to leave his church. He wants to stay there to take care of the people in his parish, although uh, against the district superintendent's recommendation, they would like to see him leave Kharkiv, but he will not do that as long as anybody from his church is still there. Uh, and one family did lose their home, so they're living in the church now. Uh, the seven partners in Russia, yes, we hear from. Uh, it's it's confusing to hear from them because we feel like they can't be totally honest when they talk to us. Uh, in the very beginning, they were honest with us, and then the, um, the, the threat of a 15-year prison sentence was very intimidating to them. So they say things like... Uh, I think you know how we feel about this, and uh, they uh, they just kind of talk around it. Sometimes when we have conversations with them on Zoom, they're very careful what they say. There's a lot of hesitations, and they just don't want to say anything because they don't know when they're being watched. Yeah. Um, we're really worried about the ones, of course, we're worried about the ones in Ukraine, but it seems like the ones in Russia are the ones that are forgotten. They're in a horrible situation, and one of our partners describes it as, we are hostages. And if you just think about this for a minute, they are hostages. They, they cannot leave the country. Um, they cannot afford the food that they need because of the sanctions have raised prices. So we're very careful what we say, and there are times uh, when I don't correspond with them because I don't want to risk them being in trouble. And then I hear from them, and they think maybe there's a problem, maybe that I am mad at them, which, of course, I never would be. 
but they have the feeling that the whole world hates Russians and, and of course the Russian people are wonderful people and they don't want to be in this war either. So yes, we have been in contact with them and we will continue to be in contact with them and support them in any way we can. I love that. It's just a good reminder that our minds so so often love to say like good guy, bad guy, or you know, like put them in, in categories and this is such a helpful reminder that there are people and as you said, hostages, right? What a strong word. Um, can you just share a little bit about how you got connected and started in this ministry? Sure, I'd love to. My husband is a retired band director from University of North Texas. When he was still working, he had an invitation to come uh, to Saratov to conduct a professional band called the Volga Band. And that had been a lifelong dream of mine to go to Russia, so we went thinking it was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Uh, that's some 20 years later <laughs> that we're talking 20 about. trips? Is that what you said? 20, 22 or something like that wow. times we've been to Russia, yes. Uh, so when we went and, and he went to conduct, we knew of the Russia initiative in our church. And so we made arrangements to visit a church, which just happened to be a partner church of Highland Park Methodist. Mm -hmm. So finally we found the church and we visited them and uh, liked them. And they had, uh, then we were invited back the next year and the next year and the next year. They had an opportunity to sell their old, old church building. And uh, it wasn't a church building, it was a home. A developer wanted to buy it to, to put in an apartment and Reverend Tatiana said, no, I, then we would have no place to worship. Finally, after three years of negotiation, she, they said, okay, if we build you a church in another location, can we have this? And she said, yes. Wow. So they did build another church. This was a congregation of eight people. We knew they couldn't do it, they needed help. And so we decided that we wanted to help them and found this artwork that was done uh, by one of the, by the pastor, Reverend Tatiana. And um, we decided to make note cards out of it. Just informally, we can do this. And it just blossomed and uh, became so big that we realized that we either had to become a real nonprofit or get out of this. And so then at that point, we decided to become a real nonprofit. And then more churches started hearing about us that had artwork. And um, that's how we have grown into what Maka Ministry is now. That's incredible. That's a really awesome ministry. And, Thank um, you. We're excited about it. <laughs> yeah, totally. And, I, and again, Kathy and James, feel free to pipe in too. I'm real curious like how the actual dollars and cents of the Peace with Justice grant went to effect. And, and I'm sure that, you know, there's a million ways I'm sure it could be helpful in, in that ministry, but I would, I'd love to know if there was some specifics. Yes. I, actually, what I did after I received the invitation to participate, I dug out the application. Uh, we started informally um, doing this ministry in 2008. In 2012, we became a nonprofit. And in 2013 is when I applied for the Peace for Justice. And at that time, we had two partners only. And uh, we were helping the Saratov church complete the basement in, in their church so they could rent it out and have income. We want to help them, but we don't want to help them by handing them money. We want to help them so they can help themselves. So the money was used uh, to help the Saratov church complete a basement. Lovely. I love that. Of course, being at White Rock, where that's what we... We rent out all kinds of spaces over here, so it's good. Right. I love that. Yes, yes. That's fantastic. They rented out to Al-Anon. Um, they rented out to a Baptist church. 
um, oh, those are the only things that come to my mind right now. Uh, pardon me? English lessons. That's right. My husband oh, cool. is over here coaching me and English lessons too. Yes. So we'll, we'll link in the show description, um, opportunities for people to be able to go and check out. There's a, there's a website, right? Where we can go look at the sure. details of the ministry. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, MarfaMinistry.org. So they, you heard it. If you need the link, we'll put it in the show notes as well. So you can click on it and go explore um, and go and support, right? The Peace of Justice Grant did a little bit, but we hope that even people hearing about it will inspire people to go and, and take right. part in it and support it, was, it even more. It was a yeah. real boost because, like I say, it was in the very beginning and, and money was hard to come by. So $10 was a huge to us. Yeah, that's so fantastic. So, Janet, what, was the, what, what is the artwork used for, like, now? Uh, we we make it into note cards. We make it into prints, journal covers. Uh, since COVID, however, and we cannot travel, we have had to get creative. We haven't been able to go over there and add do projects with them and add more artwork. So what we've done is took the artwork that we already have, and we have designed a, a line of wooden puzzles that are Ooh. absolutely amazing. We sold them oh, last nice. fall. The first time we had a few and we've realized now we have made a monster. Oh my gracious, they're very popular. The artwork is beautiful. Actually, right now we're getting ready for United Methodist Women Assembly in Orlando and we're probably in over our heads on that. Uh, they expect 2,000 women and we are madly making puzzles. Our living room is full of puzzles. Every room in our house has, a, has boxes and piles and things like that. But uh, it's still the artwork and the money goes to the church that the artists uh, belong to. And I'm seeing you're on Etsy too, huh? Yes, we're on Etsy. Yes, and that Etsy store uh, is small right now, but it will be updated this weekend. We have I love that. On that. I, and I love the, just the use of technology and platforms like, like Etsy where it can bring together people from all across the world like this. Like that's just a really cool connection. Exactly, because you can... You know, you can type in Ukraine and come up with some of the Ukrainian artwork. That's big, right? James, I'm brainstorming here. Maybe we got to figure out how to get some of these pieces for our auction, for the big auction party. I'm getting ahead of myself, though. We'll, we'll come back to that at the end. Okay. <laughs> well, look at this. We're making connections here. Okay. Um, Janet, we're, we'll, and we'll circle back because I do want to, we'll continue just being in conversation about this and, and I, I love this, but, but Kathy, let's hear a little bit more about what your Peace with Justice Grant did there in Plano and how that was um, affecting the, the community in Plano. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll try to keep it short because it could be very long, but um, there's lots of Holy Spirit work in this. Uh, in 2018, a, a, a number of people uh, who attend the Collin County Homeless Coalition, which is a, a group of service providers, uh, social work, municipalities, this is all Collin County, uh, concerned citizens, religious institutions, uh, just a, a big group to meet monthly and uh, talk about the challenges and propose solutions to experiencing homelessness and to educate ourselves about uh, the situation. And um, there were a number of people um, from different churches uh, at the time who acknowledge that one one key thing that we could do that we could serve was an overnight warming station and through a number and and uh, I think we identified it in April of 2018 and the first night was November 12th 2018 
So we like to say we were building the plane while we were flying the plane while we were building it. Um, and there were a number of complications related to it, not the least of which was finding a facility, getting a special use permit for it, uh, working through planning and zoning and city council. Um, uh, challenges with the city council and how to uh, overcome uh, nimbyism, the not in um, and as we were um, developing the program, it, it ended up being, uh, it's, it's housed at the Salvation Army in East Plano. They had some outreach to the homeless community, but um, they had never done anything organized with volunteers. And so the leadership team, which included um, uh, strong, strong leadership from Christ United Methodist Church with another individual, Bill Howard, um, myself, um, St. Mark's Catholic, where uh, Rich Homer, um, incredible operational expertise, um, Jay Breeding at uh, First Baptist, a lot of interaction with the community and helped with uh, transportation and other things. Bill and I focused on training and volunteers. And seems like there's one more person that was, that was in there, obviously uh, Salvation Army. Um, but we didn't know if we were going to be developing a plan for 15 people with five volunteers or a hundred clients, uh, guests, um, with a hundred volunteers. We just didn't know. And so when the opportunity came to fund, um, and to talk about funding and what we needed, we needed cots, we needed, um, uh, the food was pretty much covered by the Salvation Army because they have a food pantry there. So we used, I, we used items from the food pantry for the feeding, but um, things like reusable uh, um, uh, uh, bedding, how we would handle that, getting, it, getting the laundromat done, um, just all kinds of supplies uh, that we needed. Um, so we applied for a Peace with Justice grant um, kept the number low because we didn't know what it was going to be, but the conference uh, funded $1,000 with that, and that got us kicked off with some of it, and now it's supported by uh, 250 volunteers and about religious organizations. They, uh, as you can imagine, the last two years have been difficult, but they've had to, during the, during the freeze, that um, they've kept up... Um, you know, almost 24 hours at a time for 10 days during those freezes. So um, the interesting thing is that it is Collin County. Arapahoe is in Richardson, which is Dallas County. But um, our our congregation felt strong in need and has a has a strong justice um, call to, uh, uh, to our mission. And so we have a team that is supporting that as well. Um, so we've carried it from uh, Christ United Methodist and added on our uh, Arapaho for that. I, I love that. One of the other hats that I wear is through Faith for Dallas. I know, Kathy, you're involved with Faith for Dallas too. And and that's something that we have been trying to work on as well. And um, uh, it's interesting because I, I'm going to say this and then you guys can throw things at me later, but like, it seems <laughs> like money's the, not the biggest problem that I've run against with this. It's that, uh, there's just a lot of hoops to jump through, you know, like you yeah. said, with the, the city and the county and 
Um, we, we've been working on this at White Rock with our second campus, Owen Wood, trying to figure out how to make it a space. And in the midst of it, realized that we don't even have a, the correct sort of certificate of occupancy for that building. And there's just so many things that as you start to try to like cross all the T's and dot all the I's, that you realize like there's a lot of work here. So we're in, in work with the city of Dallas trying to figure out how do we kind of host a gathering for faith communities to figure out if you're really interested in this, um, how can we try to knock some of these steps out all at once together? And so um, if, if, a, if a church or a faith community, because I love this is ecumenical, and I'm sure at this point it might be mm-hmm. interfaith at this point too. Um, right. if, they're, if they're interested in taking a first step on this, what's your suggestion for them? can uh, go out to callandcares. Uh, I would say uh, get in touch with me and I'll connect them with the, with the leadership. Uh, Kathy with a C at ArapahoeUNC.org. There is a website that I can give them for for pals, and I'm more of a team lead now than I am on the leadership team. But man, they are just incredible. Uh, we've got a overall, and the South has benefited from it too. They're trying to use it. My understanding is they're trying to use this. It, it's a volunteer-based uh, program, and they didn't have anything like that. Use this and replicate it in other areas potentially. Yeah. Um, it's unique within the Salvation Army areas. Yeah. That's great. That's fantastic work. Um, again, Jen and James, you're welcome to in- interject any questions or comments or things that you have as well. Um, I really do feel like this. I, I love that we have two to- totally different, like, across the world things that are going on here, right? One literally happening on the side of the world and, and one right here in our own backyard. Um, and that's the, the reality. I was looking back at the, the thing that it says, right? It's the members of the church and to the persons and structures of the communities and the world in which they live. And that's the reality, right? Community right here in our own, own backyard, but then the world that we live too. So, um, James, I'm going to invite you in to just to talk about why this was such an important initi- initiative for you to raise money for the Peace with Justice grants and, and what really spurred you to want to um, create this auction and, and take on such a such a feat because it's, I know it's no small feat um, based on all the emails that I see that are going around. Yeah, yeah, a, a significant undertaking that uh, will, will then require the uh, everyone here in, in, in throughout the conference. The, um, uh, the auction to be held in is really a, I think, a where uh, for the uh, peace with uh, and with the uh, the call as we have actively engaged in church and society. Something that I think um, we look and particularly. Uh, in some of our smaller churches that um, often uh, like uh, in their community is be their capability and wanting to funds that are that um, every church feel like with, uh, within their own community, community. Uh, within peace with justice, whether whether you're in uh, our or or if you're in a that it doesn't make it. We want to churches to 
up with uh, your community. Um, with justice. Um, even, even, even I think that uh, what uh, this podcast, what we can do going like the, uh, the international is involved in, it would be uh, something available. But to reach out yeah. and get uh, and create, it's kind of like the scripture. Your gift is storehouse, enough for all. The idea is that we get all of our churches to participate in putting something into a, a, a bag that we are. So the churches are really investing in their own. And ask for grant funds. So that's what we're with. Give your side. Connected. And and that the message of people. And letting folks know. You for the auction that we are putting on. We can do uh, this work with our community. Well, depending on what to do. It it seemed that we've been called to be engaged in that somehow in them we so when uh, I, I, the conference board of church and society well involved with and uh even board that we've got this plan that's kind of low on funds let's see what we not kind of James. So that we can help not kind of low on funds. It's real low on funds. <laughs> <laughs> it's good though. And we are you're bringing attention to it. That's right. But you we're going to be. You know what I like? You know what I like though, James? It, that's right. You know what I like, James, is that um, you're, you're doing two different things. You're, you're fundraising, obviously. But you're also exposure, and my hope and my prayer would be that, uh, as you said, some of the smaller churches that struggle um, uh, to find um, funds for the for any new idea that they have, um, maybe their first response won't be "We can't afford that." Mm -hmm. Maybe their first response would be. What does the conference have um, that that might be able to help us and assist us financially with this? And just related ministries, 
talking about the peace with justice and growing the ministry. So it's, it's not just a passing money around to different people, but it's supporting, I mean, you, you have two examples here of ongoing ministries, not just a one-time program. And I th and when I said earlier, like the money, the money is not the biggest issue. It's because when I th I think when people hear stories like this, they want to get involved, and mm -hmm. and we want wh whoever's listening to to get involved in this so that you too can share your story, um, of of how you're seeking justice and doing the work of justice in your own communities, so that we can highlight whatever you're doing and the the dollars and cents can can start to roll in and support the work that you're doing, whether that's through the Peace with Justice grant or whether that's through somebody who hears it and gets inspired. Um, and wants to get involved in the ministry you're doing. And, and I'm not kidding when I say, Janet, I really want to figure out how do we get some of the, the art pieces as a part of the auction, and whether that's somebody's going to sweep in cool. and buy, you know, 10 pieces to put as part of the auction to get auctioned off, and people just know that when they're auctioned, you know, bidding on these art pieces that are coming from Eurasia, that, that they're not only supporting um, a great artist, but incredible work of ministry that's taking part halfway across the world, or almost all the way around the world, right? Um, and it helps us to get the story out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, People say, you know, they've never heard of Martha Minister. Yeah. Um, doing the best I can, and that would be one more outlet. No, and we would and love to donate. That's what we do, right? Is we do the best we can, and um, and and yeah, we'll we'll figure out well, again after this. We'll touch base offline on how to make sure we get some of those pieces available. And 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 James, um, I was just talking to uh, Andy Lewis at the conference office wondering when we can get peace with justice up again people can apply for these grants and he basically said as soon as we have the money people can apply so um, my guess is is when the fall rolls around we'll put those available so that you can check the conference website we'll be sure and link to it on some of our future podcasts to be able to make it available for people to reach out and, and apply for those those grants um, James what is the best way for people to stay up to date on what's happening with the the auction coming up and how can people stay informed with what's available Are you asking me or James? No, I'm uh, James, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm putting him on the spot here. Yeah. Oh, James is muted. Hold on, James. I think you're muted, buddy. There we go. Yeah, they're the regular. But I do uh, what's communicated to pastors doesn't get uh, 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 so we're hoping to soon get something out on uh, so we're using this as a medium and we're, we're trying to uh, find as many different chat see that there's a Excellent opportunity. Donating something about, um, and, and in this case, just um, activity, but it can just as well be on a local community uh, that by making you can use that. Uh, and I think that. Kind of throw in uh, maybe a, a little uh, ideas for, for who can uh, because I, I I think I've had the opportunity to, you know I, I will date myself that uh, I, 
Sherman might go over. But but I, when you're in uh, what we call town and country appointments, you might not think that you or be involved in things. But uh, in any lecture and go like so, what? That's just I don't think I can do this internet. As simple as a project that's denominational or, or ecumenical in in nature you know, with churches in your great your uh, police and your volunteer firemen uh, that you you do an activity to celebrate the basis in the area with community to uh, help bring community and those in certain uh, worthy uh, endeavor and goal that regardless of you could apply for some grant funds for uh, you put your thinking caps on and what we're wanting to do is to make uh, sure that you've got to do that. Uh, so, with and sending uh, donations in, uh, they, those can you can contact the forms to send that in. Minor at, uh, or you can uh, uh, the uh, mission center office. And can man uh, there can use the necessary forms to to get engaged. Yeah. We're we're looking to uh, get <laughs> donations in. Of uh, we can put together a flyer. James, can I clarify that um, the donation? Go ahead, Kathy. Yeah. Yeah, the yes. donations themselves don't need don't need to necessarily be justice related, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. No, no, the donations don't. The, the donations. Yeah. Okay. I I asked because we're uh, we're considering local. Uh, we're considering uh, here at Arapaho. My husband is a, a master uh, meat smoker and. Um, yeah, there's all kinds of stories around that. But as our uh, he he hosts barbecue tours and things like that. But we're we're considering offering um, sort of a barbecue dinner to X number of people, so long as it's a, um, a a program related to talking about like maybe journey towards justice or something like that to offer a discussion based. You know, the church puts it on but we'll provide the barbecue for it. And uh, we're thinking about joining with another uh, United Methodist Church in, in offering that donation. So there's all kinds of creative things I think people can do as well. I love that idea, Kathy. You haven't even had That's his barbecue. You love idea. it more than you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Food always yeah. brings us together, right? Mm -hmm. So James, you mentioned a lot of like links and people to email and stuff. We'll be sure and drop all those in the, the show description as well so people can, can track them down and find them there and reach out and get all the information they need. Um, 
I'm I'm really excited about it. I'm excited again for the attention it's going to call for these incredible spaces and and even Kathy, your husband's um, like barbecue. That's fantastic as well. So um, all kinds of fun things that we can help counter promote in the midst of all of this and all along doing really good work and raising money to to continue the work of justice. So as we kind of wrap, what I want to do is um, I want to ask each of you. You know, church and society is really about seeking um, and taking the action for justice in our world, and so. Where are you seeing justice and where are you finding hope in the midst of, you know, what often feels like a really bleak world right now? Um, and, and Janet, I would love to start with you. Hope is difficult right now. There's hard work. It's, or our mission is in a very frightening position. Uh, all we can do is pray and, and hope for better times and hope that our partners will be safe. Um, there's not a, a lot more I can add just because it war is a frightening situation, particularly when it has no logic to it at all. Um, so we just ask all of our friends and all of our customers to please keep praying and praying that this will end. Yeah, thank you for that. And don't it doesn't you know fall on deaf ears here that uh, peace with justice is the uh, name of the grant, right? And it just exactly. seems almost paradoxical given the scenario that we're in. So we definitely hold that with heavy hearts and recognize that there's a lot of pain and suffering, but in both countries, Ukraine and Russia, right now. Um, and we celebrate the the work that you are doing, and um, any bits of hope that it that it brings to the people in both of those countries, I think is is just so so worthy of celebration and accolade. So thank you, Janet, for all that you're doing there. Um, Kathy, what about you? Well, uh, I mentioned with the uh, overnight warming station that it was very spirit led. Um, you know, when we stop and listen and uh, just we can hear the spirit coming you know prompting us and knocking on our hearts a lot and there's two areas um that arapaho has been involved with and again uh, you know because we can't do it all ourselves we're not a huge huge congregation we're big enough and we have strong hearts but we need to uh, gather together with other uh, like-minded churches so um two places that we're seeing this um lift up a little bit. One is in um, sort of uh, uh, housing, um, uh, filling housing, not the house itself, but, but uh, bringing furniture and helping with different organizations. So we, we're, um, we're seeing this synergy come together with our storage units and, and people joining together around um, Refugee Services of Texas and uh, with Bed Start out of um, uh, Custer Road, we're helping uh, distribute some of that as well. And then uh, through an organization called Care Portal, uh, which is a technology-based, same thing, helping to uh, find supplies and, and furniture and, and things for families in the foster system or at um, with the Child Protective Services. So, so we've gotten some good energy around that right now to help with justice related to might be expensive what i'm what i'm really excited about too i'm excited just recently 
um, around criminal justice. Um, we've seen some of this, and um, we've seen it in a couple different ways. Uh, one is in prison ministry that we've that we've uh, inquired about and talked about with uh, Lovers Lane. Another is um, just coincidentally learning more about uh, dignified spaces. We have an architect that focuses on prisons and behavioral uh, social services. Um, and he's come to talk to us some. And then the third is with Faith in Texas and helping them with their um, bail, bail fund. And we're seeing some real good energy there. So um, what I would encourage individuals to do is just listen for the spirit as to how these things kind of might overlap and, um, and pull a team together that, that functions in in the justice area, not necessarily just one particular organization. Love that. What a great word, Kathy. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. All right, James, where's, where are you seeing that justice and where are you seeing hope in the world right now? <laughs> oh, get it started. Uh, when we look at the world, it seems to be uh, chaotic and, and, and anywhere I'm, I'm sure uh, as we read scripture that uh, we, we can see that uh, uh, probably felt the same way when they were uh, under persecution and even liberated and, and sent out into the wilderness that I the chaos that that we are the in chaos on in the world, not only nationally at our own state and our own city, that there seems disruption. In, uh, but I see the chaos, God of God's to make up the expression of it. Because look, with storm, you'll see together. And God's love being manifest. So, you know, is is there hope? Certainly, and I think that fortunate find ourselves in the kind see ourselves in today. Uh, but when when it seems like the case is the entity comes together and puts aside all the things that divided us before, hey, better than this. Uh, so I see that um, we're, we're kind of recognizing uh, our humanity once again in the midst of everything that's going on. People, uh, more group side or differences uh, even in what seems like a, 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 a national society not together but really people aren't more people trying to come together and isn't that God and that's God it's an expression of the hope that we have in Christ 
Isn't that got it work? And isn't that the work of church and society is to, to unite us and, as I said, to educate us and, as you were saying, draw us all together to continue this work of justice. So, um, friends, I'm grateful for each one of you and the continued work you do to seek justice um, here, as we said, in our community in North Texas, but then also um, far beyond North Texas, all the way across the world as well. And um, we will continue to do this as a part of Church and Society and North Texas Conference. You can find our information at ntcumc.org um, and just search Church and Society. Also, we'll be we'll be linking that in the show notes. All these things will be linked in the show notes, and we hope you'll go explore and do a little research to figure out more about these things. Um, find out uh, Marfa Ministry on, on Etsy, and if you're in Collin County, get involved with all the work they're doing to make sure that people are safe and housed. Um, again, my, my dear uh, gratitude to each one of you for the work that you're doing to seek justice. And uh, it's a privilege and an honor to be in ministry with each one of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank for you, Phil. Blessings to you all. And uh, friends, we'll be back next month with another episode of Church and Society here. Uh, and in the meantime, just reach out and let us know how we can be um, sharing your stories of justice in the community you're in. Grace and peace to you all.